What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Ananev Podcast, second one in the tw- year 2020. I am one of your hosts, Evan Transu. And I'm Anna Cressatelli. And we're hopping on today with an interesting topic, um, one that's pretty close to, actually, well, very close to both uh, my heart and Anna's heart. And it's just something that has had a huge, I know for me, a huge emotional effect, and I'm pretty sure the same is true for her as well. And that's acne. Um, Acne is something that I have dealt with on and off. I mean, literally since nine years old. And, you know, most people say that's like crazy, but that really was just the reality for me. Um, I've been thankful to learn so much on this natural journey about how to kind of deal with this stuff. Because obviously, guys, um, if you haven't heard the podcast before, we're talking about all things holistic health, all things like natural, functional medicine, spirituality, things like that. And it was really cool just to see the transformation that could happen. And that for me was always under the premise and the belief that like, it just didn't make sense to me that people were walking around uh, with severe acne in the way that I had it. And if you are somehow finding this podcast and you don't follow us on social media, definitely go check our Instagrams, either at Evan underscore Transu or at Ann's Plants, A-N-S Plants. Um, And we're going to post like our before and after photos and the transformations that we've gone through because they are some really powerful things. But I know tonight, yeah, yeah, I know tonight we want to talk about maybe like three or four tips, maybe like two each we'll end up doing. Um. But, you know, we have a little bit of time. So, and why don't you just kind of, because I don't think enough people touch on this. And I'd love to share my version of it afterwards, too. But, like, what's the emotional effect of acne? Because you kind of had, like, a moderate to, like, semi-severe case, right? I don't think I knew you during that time, really. No. I mean, I think you knew me when it was kind of, like, in the middle of dying down a little bit. Because uh, when I was probably around, probably around... 18 um I developed not severe acne but I had bad acne and then um I had a reaction I believe this is what happened it got really bad um I had taken the plan b pill the morning after pill and that wave of hormones honestly just I think it really kind of fucked my system up and it just made my acne even worse and then from then on out I feel like my hormones were just really crazy messed up and it was causing what I felt was hormonal acne and then I would try to cover it up and I was working at a restaurant at the time and I'd be you know out on the patio and working really hard and sweating and working doubles all day and then you know I would be applying makeup consistently throughout the day because I would feel really insecure about my face and it makes me sad because I know that even though we're trying to preach in today's world where, you know, people can feel good about their acne and um, you don't have to be ashamed of it. I still know that it is very, it's very difficult to, you know, feel that you don't have to wear makeup or you don't want to go out because you have a really bad breakout. It just kind of hinders you from living your best life. I feel sometimes for a lot of people. Um, And that's definitely what I felt probably from about, um, 17, 18 to 21. Um, and that's the whole reason why I created Adam's Plants was because, which is my skincare line, um, because I could not find anything that was working for me. I tried chemical things. I tried, um, natural things from the health food store. I, 
and I just kind of started crafting my own things and that's kind of how I got started with that. So that's kind of what led me to do the whole Anne's Plants herbalism care of the body because I really just felt that nothing was working and I wanted to try something a little more my style I guess you could say because you guys know me I'm super natural um I just prefer using plants as my healing method and Ev I know that you went a little bit of a different route you didn't really apply things as much topically to your skin as well as cleaning up your diet and things like that right yeah and a lot of the stuff that I've done with natural health and holistic healing comes from the same foundational belief and whether for better or for worse, whether for right, whether it's right or wrong, I believe that I'm not supposed to feel like crap. I oh yeah, for I'm sure. Supposed, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where there's this fine line, right? Because if someone, and now we're just talking general health, if someone comes out of the womb and they have some serious kind of condition, I'll use like uh, down syndrome as an example, right? Okay. I, I don't think we're using holistic health or using a natural lifestyle to cure that person. I mean, I'm pretty sure, unfortunately, that's just, you know, past the point of doing that. And we need to rely and hope for Western medicine to make advances one day where they can just, I believe that's a genetic um, or chromosomal kind of thing. I'm not really sure. I forget which exactly that is with Down syndrome. Uh, But, you know, we have to wait for the day that Western medicine can come in and just say, oh, we're going to just fix that right away. And this person can live a better quality of life. So, Mm With me, though, it's like, all right, I was kind of normal at one point. I did start dealing with health issues early, but I was kind of normal. There was a time that I did feel good. There was a time that my skin looked good. I wasn't getting headaches. I wasn't having anxiety. I I had happiness and I felt high energy. Um, It went away earlier than a lot of other people's, but still, I just was like, this doesn't make sense. And if this can happen progressively during my life, then certainly it has to be reversible. So with that said, that's kind of the approach I've taken. And I actually remember, I'm not even trying to be dramatic. This is literally what happened. For those who clicked on an episode like this, I'm going to guess you've dealt with acne to some degree, uh, probably more troublesome acne than not. And you might be familiar with the drug isotretinoin, commonly referred to as Accutane, even though Accutane's not actually on the market under that brand anymore. But that's a very powerful drug. I mean, it was introduced mm-hmm. on the market as a chemotherapeutic drug before it was introduced as an acne drug. I mean, this is crazy. You yeah, got to sign absolutely. a whole pamphlet for it. And were you ever like offered uh, that, by the way, in when you went to a dermatologist? Or did you never go that route? I, so my sister went to a dermatologist. I never went to a dermatologist because I always, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I really don't like the dermatologist for things other than going to get your skin checked for skin cancer and um, certain severe cases like that. But when it comes to acne, I don't really like them for it because a lot of them, I feel they kind of do the same thing where um, they look at your face for five seconds and then they say, okay, I'm going to give you this cream or they want to put you on the pill. They want to put a lot of young girls on the pill for acne. And I'm not going to lie. That kind of just makes it worse in a lot of cases. Cause what it is doing is it's basically suppressing. It's basically suppressing what's happening and what hormones or whatever could be causing the acne and things like that. But then once you get off the pill or you want to have kids and things like that later in life, those problems could come back as a more severe case or it could come back in the form of something else and I really I go to a homeopathic doctor and um we were just trying to figure out a few things but honestly a lot of what I did was I just kind of figured it out myself because 
um, the Accutane, a lot of my friends were going on it, and the side effects from Accutane are crazy. They're just... They're I mean, just, it's insane. It's, ins- it's disproportionate I, for the problem. I agree. But I also wouldn't say that if I had acne on the level that some people have had acne that I've seen where it's, you know, huge cysts and bumps and tons of itchy red inflamed spots and just you know lots of pus and pain I would I probably would have gone on Accutane because I can only imagine that if you're in that much pain and your skin is that welted and inflamed of course you would want something that would not be more long term you know what I'm you know what I'm saying you know not like a long diet fix or like a longer program you'd want something that would be like okay I want to do the Accutane that I know would work, you know, and get that's right, and, that, and that's that's the promise, right? And then of course we get young adults in there, especially that we we really aren't thinking long term with it. And of course the doctor's not really teaching us in general. There are holistic dermatologists out there. There's a great one out in New York. Um, I think it's actually holisticdermatology.com. Like three hundred dollars an hour though, and the guy's booked out. Yeah. Because people like, you know, if they realize it, he can, you know, just upcharge like that. But wait a second, not to go off track. I was just wondering, were you suggesting, just suggesting, not saying, but just suggesting that perhaps taking a pill that suppresses one of the most natural functions of the body could be detrimental? Yes, I don't believe in birth control like that. Oh, okay. I was just wondering if that's what you were saying. I, I could, um, I oh, could yeah, I mean, perhaps. What'd you say? I said, I think I could side with that, perhaps, if you can't hear the obvious sarcasm in my voice. Well, here's the thing. I believe in birth control in the sense that I think it's empowering for a girl to be able to have sex and not have children when she doesn't want to. And but I also think that the birth control that we provide is not the most high quality birth control Um, besides, you know, condoms, which I know a lot of people don't like them. But um, the thing about birth control is that it's suppressing your natural cycle it's suppressing your ovulation and it's suppressing in certain in certain cases it's suppressing your period and i don't think people realize that as a woman you have to have a cycle i mean you, it's so unhealthy for you to not have a cycle but it's such a normalized thing where it's like oh well i'm gonna be put on birth control and it's fine if you want to go on a hormonal birth control. That's absolutely your choice. But for me, I've tried it and I really felt absolutely terrible on it. And I gained a lot of weight on the pill and um, my boobs were humongous. And I felt like I was a crazy person. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to freaking kill somebody. (laughs) Um, And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you just have to find the right pill. And I was like, well, I've tried a couple and I don't want to keep changing my pill. So I just went off of it. And that to me is another reason why some people, um, there was a girl that I remember reading her story about when she was on the birth control pill for a really long time and she was really in shape and really healthy and had perfectly clear skin. And she went off the pill and the difference between when she was on the pill and off the pill, I mean, she gained all this weight back, her skin broke out horrifically. She developed PCOS and I don't know. I just feel like suppressing, the natural cycle of a woman is not the way to go, but that's just my personal opinion. And I think it involves a lot of um, things that can contribute to acne as well because of the hormones and whether or not you're on and off of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have gotten you started on that, but I love it because <laughs> it's like, dude, like, why? Well, because it's just, you know, we go on our little side tangents. It's so funny. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, no. that makes so much sense. How the heck? Who is? 
<laughs> saying that this stuff is normal. Like, oh yeah, okay. We're well, going to shut great... down the process that helps. I mean, that's just crazy to me though. Well, I understand why they came out with it. I mean, think about it, you know, people want to have sex and not get pregnant. You know, guy and girl, they don't want to have a child, but also and you know, it's great, right? You can have unprotected sex and you can not have a kid and you it's basically it's win-win for everybody. Well, no, because the problem is a lot of basically I'm not going to get fully into it cuz I'll go off topic, it'll be crazy, but you can do like basically a I feel like women are supposed to learn from a young age how to track their fertility and their cycle and learn. And I feel like even in today's world, we don't talk about periods and ovulation and things like that and how that does actually connect in with your skin and your emotions and how um, that contributes to acne and things like that. Because I know that when I've been, when I was on birth control, I was super depressed and things like that. And my skin looked terrible. And then when I went off of it, it cleared up a lot because that was just my personal emotion connected with that and my cycle and things like that. So I don't know. I just really think that people should be tracking it. And that's one of the things it's like everything that you put into your body, it'll show up in one way or another if it's not working. So a lot of people I think have acne because they're something's going on in the body that's out of balance and that's just your skin's way um, because it is the largest organ of the body, your skin. Um, Everything that goes on to it enters your bloodstream and, is you know traveling throughout the body and i think that people don't realize that all the time but everything you put on your skin or in your body is gonna come out somewhere else either in radiance or you know something crappy like acne or um poor digestion and things like that sure um maybe we could do well (laughs) what we'll do is that what do they call that uh i don't i heard some clever name the other day when someone um they had a podcast and the guest actually recorded it all themselves and they just like posted it on this main person's podcast. I don't know if it was called like a solo sode or something. Um, I would love to help out with the period stuff, but maybe we could have like a one where you know, <laughs> solo sode. Yeah. Like, and this I don't goes really in. know much about periods, but I mean, I know enough to know that women probably shouldn't be, I know it's probably not natural that women are having the struggles with it that they are. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just from what I've heard. And I've heard that from women that are in that holistic health space. I've heard that the, you know, the more that they focus on that type of stuff, the less severity of uh, their PMS symptoms and things like that. And I mean, I can't really speak on that. I think that makes a lot of sense compared with everything else I know. So I I don't know, but it really, it is kind of interesting to me that, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, like women were like getting, or girls, I guess were getting, they're like leaving school because they're in so much pain or they feel so bad. I just, something just inherently seems uh, unnatural about that to me, but that's more of an assumption. Uh, But anyway, so with, the skin and acne, what I was getting at before, um, but Accutane is an important thing to touch on. Um, I was saying I didn't mean to be dramatic. And the reason I was saying that is because I actually had this thing where I filled the prescription for Accutane at one point. That is true. Oh, I dang. never. Yes, I did. Um, I never told you this, I don't think. And no, I don't think you did. No, I never ended up taking one pill. Um, it was probably like 19 years old. It's You've seen those photos I posted. It's the same photos that are going to be linked with this episode, guys. And I, my skin, it it was so bad. I mean, like it's up there with some of the worst you've seen. And at a certain point, it's just so bad. That's like, okay, well, what does it matter if it's a huge cyst or a bunch of nodules? Like, it's like all awful, you know, it just sucks. Mm. Um, And it's so obvious you can't hide it even if you wanted to. So I've sat in the 
the the parking lot to this CVS. I think it was a CVS at the time. I think it switched over to a Rite Aid. And I was sitting out there and I don't know what it was. I was already into my personal development side. Like I was into all that stuff. I had joined, you know, I got around the right people and things like that. So my mindset was in a really, really good place. And I literally remember saying to myself, I said, dude, there is no way that you can be in any more pain than you're in right now. Like emotionally, whatever, like this can't get any worse. Like it literally cannot get worse. Mm-hmm. So why don't you at least try some of the natural stuff? Cause I was already, I was already having good experiences with the natural side of things with my mental health issues. So I was like, all right, well, let's try to figure this out. And I actually remember saying, this is just the entrepreneur in me totally thinking that. <laughs> um, I, I'm being serious. I actually, I mean, if you figure this out, you could honestly help so many people and turn this into a business because no one else has done this. Like I've never seen anyone with all these people online that have done this without skincare products, without all these things. And it's true. I only use water to this day on my skin and, you know, I can still experience a breakout, but I mean, and you know, the difference, like it's, I mean, like if I used any type of normal product that most 20 something year olds are using in today's world, I wouldn't have any acne. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but that's just where I'm at with it. And I ended up, for those who care, I switched to an all organic diet. I didn't remove any specific food groups, but I removed uh, sugar. Like I moved like added sugar and I really cut out a lot of fruit at that time as well. I did that for 30 days. I would say my skin got about 75% better in the first 30 days. It was absolutely incredible. It sold me that I was on the right path with this. And mm. I couldn't believe I got such quick results overnight. And I switched. I mean, I wasn't using any products on my face anymore. So that was truly like a miraculous experience. It was the first time I hadn't been using things on my skin since about 10 years old. And I was like 19 at the time. So that's just my path. That's what worked for me. It was really interesting. And I totally get it. It is something that just, I mean, it messes with you, man. It messes with your self-confidence. Oh, yeah. It messes with your self-worth. I never realized how. I got so used to it, I guess, at one point that when it started getting better and, you know, I, w- I felt confident to hold my head up high. And I mean, I mean that kind of literally, but also figuratively, and <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, I, I, just, and I had so much more confidence. Yeah. I mean, there is something definitely that is linked to the health of really nice, radiant skin. And um, I it's still hard. I mean, you know, when you still kind of suffer from it here and there, you know, I have friends who have absolutely porcelain flawless skin and, you know, I would love to have that. Um, And it's just one of those things that not, we were talking about this earlier. It's not the same thing is going to work for everybody. Some people are going to do what you did and do more of an inner um, outward kind of shift where they're really focusing on their diet and things like that and then that will help clear them up or I know people that have put things topically on their skin I mean that's kind of what worked for me too is I mean yes I was eating healthfully but also um topically applying the healing skin the skin healing oil from Anne's plants really helped me um because that's a really it is a potent formula with a lot of different essential oils and um magical barrier repair goodies in there so that's kind of what I did but that's what I'm saying there it's so different for everybody and you know people go on Accutane and in that huge package it's such a large package and you have to make sure you're following all the rules and taking the pills correctly and you know I really feel for people that have really terrible acne because I've 
been there where it just makes you feel like shit and you just think oh my god I just I don't want to go outside today I don't want to go to my job you know it really hinders your experience in life sometimes you really don't want to do things when your face is really hurting you know it makes you feel like crap yeah I don't know about you I like I mean dude I try to be kind to everyone but I feel like I'm so biased with that like I just if I see someone like working in a store or in public and we have a conversation like I just go out of my way to try to make them feel like I am just looking right past that you know what I mean because that was like it, it was the worst thing in the world it is. And you really do feel like people are only looking at that. If you notice that you have a pimple in your face that day and you just are out talking to somebody, you always think, oh, my God, they're looking right at it. But for the most part, people aren't. Um, but I no, would they're say- ten times more concerned with themselves than they are with you. But it's like, yeah, our eyes, you know, we can't. Unfortunately, it kind of just um, you kind of naturally look and it just it feels bad. So um, but rather, I guess, you know, we're focusing a lot on. I mean, it does suck. Like, there's definitely no avoiding that. But we also have some tips for you guys that I think are important to talk about. So um, maybe you want to start out because I know we kind of actually we didn't really talk about everything that we're going to list. I know we talked about yours a little bit. Maybe that's all right. We definitely have different perspectives with this, which is great. So maybe what's your first one that we can start with? How about that? Um, I think the simple thing that I found with a lot of acne is to... This will make sense for a more topical approach, but um, I see a lot of really chemical, really harsh, abrasive ingredients for people that have acne. And that honestly is just going to make it so much worse, in my opinion. I just feel that every time I've seen people use it, their skin gets worse, worse, worse. <laughs> it's really irritating. And I would say more go for more nourishing ingredients. You can even make stuff at home with certain um things in your kitchen you know avocados are really great to put on your face for really good nourishing ingredients because it's fatty and it's um you know moisturizing same thing with honey honey was a big healer for me when I really had awful um really had awful acne spots and scars um I actually am posting about that soon on ants plants it's called honey paths and it's kind of like a old school herbalism trick um yeah it's it's like a cute trick you basically just pat honey on your face and there's a whole reason behind it but it's really cute you use organic honey and it really helps heal up those really bad um spots on your face like it because it's a really healing ingredient and I would just say go for the things that are more nourishing and hydrating don't go for the things that have like a ton of salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide um stay away from things like that and like anything super scrubby on your face, I really wouldn't. That's just going to irritate it more. Um, if you need to gently exfoliate and stuff like that, that's fine. But I don't know. Honestly, I just see people. I, like, I mean, one thing I will never recommend people is proactive. That shit burns your face. Um, <laughs> yeah, what is this stuff actually doing? Because, I mean, you're, you know a lot about this. And obviously, you're training to be um, an esthetician. Like, what is that stuff actually doing? Like, why does it work? But why is it also bad at the same time? And I mean, I should say can work because obviously it works for some people. Otherwise, they still wouldn't be in business. Well, I'm not going to lie. I really think I've heard. so, And this is just from what I've heard and what I've experienced. My sister and I, my well, mostly my sister, my mom bought it for my sister and she tried it. And Evan, her face was inflamed and I tried it and my skin was awful, too. It just... It's like the most drying. 
I feel like that would really only work for a person who had the most over overly active sebaceous glands like where your like oil production is just disgustingly like heavy because it's just so drying and I think most people that have um tried it and told me about it they just wind up throwing it away because it doesn't really work and it's a lot of the same thing it's a lot of like salicylic acid type things um but there's not really a lot of nourishment and then also it's like the oil free um moisturizers and things like that I don't know I just feel that um your skin is meant to be hydrated and smooth and um kind of almost like silky in a way and it when you're scrubbing at it and using all these basically it's like a detergent it's kind of I feel like using proactive on your skin is basically the same thing as using like tide on your face like it's not good for you so I tell people to kind of recommend or go after recommendations like something with a nice oil in it um or you know like a creamy cleanser nothing that's like really detergent like and super super foamy I don't know I just feel like I've seen better results with that so that's kind of my first tip is just nourishing ingredients and not stripping ones okay cool so maybe I'll focus more on um the stuff that I've done with diet then or whatever so Mm -hmm. and yeah you made a really good point about the topical stuff I had some of the most oily skin ever and it was like the more I washed it it would just get it would just come back with a vengeance, you know? And now it's so cool. Cause like, I really do not have that problem at all. I only wash my face once a day. It's only with water. Like it's just so much different than the things that I was taught. Um, and it's working so well for me. And also I didn't understand a lot of things about how, um, it, you know, I didn't understand why the oil was happening. I didn't understand that the sebaceous glands, sebaceous glands, excuse me, could be overactive because of a backed up liver, because of overactive hormones, things like that. So there was a lot of factors. Um, I think my tip's actually going to be, I'll try to keep this like a little interesting, maybe something people haven't heard before. So there's something called, uh, you know, some people have, I should say, the, the P. acnes gene. And basically, I, I've never been tested for this. If you look at my mom and myself, though, and the other characteristics that we have is one of the other symptoms of people that have this is that they look younger. And I'm always told I look younger. My mom looks younger, things like that. And we've had very severe acne, which is usually um, associated with that. It's also associated with the oily skin. So one of the things that happens with that, if I'm not mistaken, is that it's causing the skin to proliferate uh, too fast. And one of the things I actually discovered that slows that down is vitamin A. So Mm -hmm. rather than just take a vitamin A supplement, the thing that I actually use now that has been so helpful for my skin, um, and this can be really off-putting to people if you've never heard of this before, uh, but I actually use an organ extract of like beef organs, um, like in liver and things like that, because liver is one of the ultimate sources in nature of vitamin A. Uh, So much, in fact, that you couldn't eat it every single day because it could literally cause vitamin A toxicity, just like Accutane eventually could. Um, And I'll put it that way. Accutane, guys, is a vitamin A derivative, derivative, excuse me. So it's a very similar way, except it's much more natural and people are totally stripped of that vitamin. So I know um, someone in the functional space as well. She works with acne clients. She had a huge problem with it, turned things around. And I know one of her secrets is actually, yeah, beef organs. Uh, so the brand I use right now is Heritage Glandulars. I like those. Guys, please be smart with it. Use the 
you know, ask a doctor and definitely use the recommendations because they have a few extra things in there that makes it so you don't really want to take it like long term. It's kind of like a cycling thing. Uh, but that's been huge for me. So I'd say that's kind of my first tip. It can be beneficial for anyone, but it's especially beneficial for those people, I think, in those very severe cases. Yeah, I've heard that. That's I have the vitamin A pills, but I have the zinc too to take it with. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yep. Yeah, I like that. It's a good. It's a good one because it is true. I mean, think about it. Accutane is really high doses of vitamin A, so it would work the same way. Yeah, except less fucking toxic. Wow, I gotta stop. We gotta stop cursing on this stuff. Maybe I'll put a little sensor on us when we do that. <laughs> really? I feel like do a lot of people curse in podcasts? I don't know. We're pretty good. I'm just trying to be good in the public eye true 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 true. all right what's tip number three (laughs) tip number three evan's like we gotta just get this rolling (laughs) um i would say um i'll tie it in kind of with your thing about the liver um the liver is basically your cleansing agent of the body you know it's like working through all the gunk that you put in your body throughout the day um i highly recommend um liver cleansing herbs and things like that you can i'm not even going to list all of them right now because there's a whole list um and you can google it honestly and just pick the ones that sound appealing to you because i've listed some and people have been like what the heck i do not want to take that and i'm like all right um (laughs) but honestly herbs for different and even herbs in general um you guys know me i'm a huge plant head huge herb person um I really believe in the power of mama nature and I really have seen a difference when I added herbs into my everyday skincare routine. I really talk about um, nettle a lot, um, stinging nettle tea, which it's not stinging you obviously when it's in tea because it's been um, harvested. So the nettles aren't, you know, actually hurting you, but that is a great one for your skin and your hair. Um, basically just getting all those B vitamins back into your system and you can kind of make an infusion with them. You can kind of make it however you like, but that is one of my favorite things to do as well as things like, you know, there's so many options, um, that you can look at. There's, if you're looking for hormone balance, you can do like red clover, um, and, um, you know, Vitex is another great one. You have to be careful with Vitex. It's basically like Chasberry, um, but it's called Vitex. Um, and it basically balances out your hormones and things like that. There's all different ways that you can um, research your herbs and connect them to different parts of maybe the problem that you're having. You know, if you've talked to a doctor, um, you know, anybody who has, you've gone and seen that has said, oh, you're struggling with this in your liver or your hormones, you know, it's a really, you can always ask them and um, see what herbs would be great. Um, for that instead of you know going on any heavy um, pills first thing to clear up your skin Um, I always try to say to go the natural route first before you're taking a lot of really heavy um, pills and you know heavy topical creams that are really making you feel like the itchy and things like that Um, you kind of want to fix the main cause the problem not just put a band-aid over the issue Um, yeah so I you um, I'll probably do a post on Anne's plants about it if you want to know more about that. But honestly, I always just encourage people to go out and do your own research. We have so much research at our fingertips when it comes to herbalism and things like that. And um, 
not everyone's going to love the same thing. I really do think that nettles the way to go for beginners to start getting the, that nutrition back into your system. That's a really great one if you're kind of depleted and things like that and for your liver as well. Um, so that's probably my tip is lots and lots of herbs in combination with your diet. Nice. Um, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And guys, Anne and I, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but acne is something that's very, I mean, it's very close to my heart. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it requires a whole book, but I know me and you could create something like that or a course we've even talked about. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We might do that in the future because I just I don't see this stuff out there. Like no one's talking about it in the way that we talk about it exactly. There's some, but it, I mean, it's just it's really surprisingly rare. So and mm -hmm. I get it because, you know, it, it's such an emotional thing that people just jump from one thing to the next and you really don't stick long with a lot of things. So I totally yeah. get that. Number four, then for me, I'm going to my, my little tip here is going to be a change in perspective. So what you have to understand is the skin is one of the largest detoxification uh, organs in the body. And it's a secondary detoxification organ. So if you look at something like your liver, that's a primary detoxification organ, uh, mucous membranes, skin, all secondary things. So what I always found interesting for someone like me is that I would get this post-nasal drip. For those who don't know what that is, it's like you have this uh, feeling that there's like always something in the back of your throat, whatever. And my sinuses would always get worse, pretty much in conjunction with my acne getting worse. So... What I always found was interesting because I didn't understand any of this stuff at the time, but I was like, okay, like I wouldn't have noticed that really. And then when I got into the holistic space, I was starting to understand that my primary detoxification organs were so backed up that my body was going out through these other methods. And that's how it looks like for me. For other people, it can look like eczema. It can look like uh, mm -hmm. even vitiligo probably, you know, psoriasis. It can look like possibly asthma. Uh, the body's going to have different symptoms when it detoxes. This was just the one that unfortunately my genes had, you know what I mean? So it is something to consider. And the way you detoxify in today's world is by living a generally natural lifestyle. Now that's a really loaded statement. I get that, but it's just something to consider. And I think that change in perspective can help a lot of people because I never knew about the skin being like this detox organ. I never thought about it like that. So now when I'm getting you know, when I, if I'm getting a breakout or something, it's so easy for me to correlate it with something that was not a good choice that I made. I mean, I can directly correlate it. So it's pretty easy for me to keep this under control now, understanding that. And again, this is, uh, in fairness, this is a guy that's been doing this for years, tested so many different things. Uh, so maybe, yeah, maybe a little, we, we got to do something together because we definitely have some cool things to say about this. And I think we have a lot of knowledge and it's can fun. Uh, it's conceptually the same, like, way of thinking but it's really two unique branches of that same kind of tree if you will so that'd well, be cool i know we should do like a little um like a little program mini um program or something where people can come and do acne healing courses or something i don't know i think yeah stay tuned well <laughs> we yeah we'll figure that. it out we'll, we'll figure it out in about a month or so <laughs> yeah yeah sure evan will um, probably come to me and be like i got an idea and i'll be like let's roll with it <laughs> That is a, probably exactly how it's going to happen, guys. Um, and then we're going to give you some great stuff. So that'll be cool. But all right. Well, I hope those four tips were helpful. I know. I feel like we say this every episode. It's hilarious. But we have so much to 
like me and you can just go on different topics for so long that I, I know. know, especially this one, we will be revisiting and things like that. So if you guys are interested in the course, like let us know if what you, what, what, what kind of stuff do you like? Do you like an online course? Do you like tutorial videos? Do you like a book, ebook, things like that? So I like in person talking where, and helping you like hands-on figure out what's going on with your face. Like what do you want? Oh, I like Anne's plan. She's trying to get right on that high uh, ticket consulting charge, you know? Well, she, she... well, yeah, <laughs> I really love the idea of like connecting and meeting with the person face to face and really looking at their face and um, talking with them about what's going on and then deciding, okay, maybe this is what you should do. That, that's a really valid point, especially when you are going the more topical route. I'm sure it varies uh, per person because there's like combination skin, there's oily, there's dry. I mean, I'm probably saying those in overly simplistic terms that that's not like my space, but I know that there is different types of things like that. So yeah, I mean, stay tuned. We will, uh, we'll keep you guys posted with that. And of course, if you're listening to this and you're a health oriented person, we'd love to have you on as a guest soon in about four or five more weeks is when we're going to start bringing some people on that again, just, just meet that the guidelines that we try to talk about and follow the holistic health, the spirituality, natural healing, things like that. So we're welcoming anyone on. If you have a story, I would love to hear that. I know Anne would as well. And if you have like practical advice, you're sometime a practitioner, uh, we'd equally welcome that. So uh, let us know, reach out to either of us at Evan Transu or at Anne's plants on Instagram, get connected. Um, but Anne, do you have anything else? Or are we kind of good to go for tonight? I think we're good. I think we touched pretty much on everything you wanted to talk about um yeah, it's, it's amazing it's been like 40 minutes I, I really hope we said something useful in there everyone <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and just you know talking about it connecting with us on instagram is always fun i always really love when people message me on instagram and talk about skincare stuff because it's just a huge passion of mine i really do love the skincare industry i feel like um you know, for the most part, there are some really good brands out there that really do have your best interests in mind. And it isn't all about just making money and, you know, profiting off of trying to make you feel like you look bad and things like that. So it's always nice to kind of, you know, talk to people about how they're feeling and some good recommendations for what to do. Awesome. All right, guys, we will see you next week. But for tonight, Bye. thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ann and Ev podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.